This Day in Maine is made possible by listeners and by Eastern Basements, a division of Maine-owned Eastern Mold Remediation. Offering crawl space repairs and waterproofing, easternbasements.com. From Maine Public Radio and mainepublic.org, I'm Patty White with the news on this day in Maine, Wednesday, February 21st, 2024. The Maine House of Representatives gave initial approval to a bill designed to prohibit paramilitary training camps. The proposal is a response to an effort by a national neo-Nazi group to build a training facility in northern Penobscot County that's since been abandoned. Steve Missler has more. The proposal attempts to ban training in firearms or explosives if that instruction is intended to cause, quote, civil disorder. But opponents say that it violates the constitutional freedom of assembly and the Second Amendment. The ACLU of Maine also expressed concerns, even though the penalty for violating the prospective law has been downgraded from a felony to a misdemeanor. Republican Representative Amy Arada of New Gloucester said she co-sponsored the measure hoping to do something about what she described as the detestable migration of neo-Nazis in Springfield last summer. But she said the resulting bill was a dangerous infringement on civil liberties that are even granted to groups that would deny those rights to others. The last neo-Nazi training group left because Mainers made them feel unwelcome here. And if we have to, we can do it again in the future without a new law. The proposal narrowly cleared an initial vote 66 to 60 with five Democrats joining Republicans and opposing it. There were 24 lawmakers absent, which means the bill's fate could change in subsequent votes. The bill, which is modeled after laws in Vermont and other states, would not apply to law enforcement or anyone receiving instruction for self-defense, for military service, or as part of an educational institution's military component. It also could not be applied to instruction or training in firearms for any legal recreational activity, such as hunting or target shooting. The bill now moves to the Senate. For Maine Public Radio News, I'm Steve Missler. Chief Justice Valerie Stanfill says Maine's court system is making progress addressing a backlog of cases, but challenges remain. Stanfill told lawmakers during her State of the Judiciary Address Wednesday that the number of pending criminal cases was 60 percent higher last year than before the pandemic. We're down now to only about 40 to 45 percent more than before the pandemic. Still a lot, but that's a pretty significant decrease. You know, we've been able to chip away at the number of cases pending. On the other hand, the average length of time that family cases stay on the docket is increasing. But Stanfield says she hopes the recent addition of more district court judges will help address the problem. The family-owned company that once envisioned building the world's tallest flagpole in rural Downeast now faces a fine from the Maine Department of Environmental Protection. Nicola Grisco reports. The Maine DEP says Worcester Holdings violated site and erosion control laws when it stripped about seven wooded acres and built a development of 52 cabins, parking areas, and a restaurant without applying for and securing the proper permits. The department detailed the violations in a proposed consent agreement with Worcester Holdings. Under the agreement, the company would pay a $250,000 fine and submit an after-the-fact permit application for the development. The DEP first inspected the Columbia Falls property in 2022 and found that the cabins had been built without seeking approval. The DEP notified the company about the violations, but a year later, the department observed a sign advertising that the cabins were still in operation and raised the issue with Maine's attorney general. The company periodically used the cabins as worker housing and began renting them out seasonally two years ago. The cabins were advertised as a spot where guests could view the progress of the world's tallest flagpole, 
but the project has been dropped. The Board of Environmental Protection is expected to vote on the proposed agreement next week. For Maine Public Radio News, I'm Nicole Ligrisco. The union representing Lewiston City workers is asking the city council to impeach Mayor Carl Shaleen after 95 percent of members voted no confidence in him. Union President Adam Jones told the council Tuesday night that the vote stems from Lewiston's director of planning and code enforcement being placed on administrative leave and the city considering eliminating Lewiston's sanitation inspector position. Both were involved in the recent temporary closure of Da Vinci's eatery after a report of a cockroach in the kitchen. Jones accused Shaleen of being biased in favor of certain businesses. This vote reflects that there's a perception by the union members that there exists a lack of transparency and accountability within the position of mayor currently. In a written statement, Mayor Shaleen says he's disappointed and surprised by the vote. He says union members haven't shared their concerns with him and he doesn't have the power to hire or fire city staff. Council President Scott Harriman says councilors are considering possible next steps. Local school officials in Camden are hoping to convert an old school into housing for new teachers. Camden's Elm Street School Building hasn't been used by the district for several years and is currently being leased. But Superintendent Maria Libby says within three years, the district would like to convert it into 10 apartment buildings for teachers coming into the district. It might be a way that we could ensure helping teachers get over one of the biggest hurdles to taking accepting a job with us is to find housing anywhere in our area. Libby says the apartments would likely be available to teachers for about two years after they arrive, giving them time to look for a more permanent home. The local school board has already approved the plan. The district is now seeking a zoning change from the town of Camden, which would allow it to build apartments on all three floors of the building. And that's today's main news. For more stories, visit mainpublic.org. Coming up on Maine Calling at 11 tomorrow morning, Congresswoman Shelley Pingree joins us to discuss the latest news from the nation's capital, including funding for Ukraine, the conflict in Gaza, and immigration policy. I'm Patty White. Thanks for listening.